From Reclaim the Well, this is for mommy's sake. We promote transparency in motherhood through candid discussions in ways our elders wouldn't talk about. Honest, transparent motherhood. The good, the bad, the funny, and ugly. Hi, mommies. Today we're here with Kia Glenn from the We Been Here blog that's dedicated to Black and Latinx Muslim women. Say hi, Kia. Hi. (laughs) So um, I've been friends with Kia for a while now, and she's an amazing mama and has actually taught me a lot about my own um, motherhood walk. So Kia, when did you become a mommy? So I got pregnant in 2014, um, and I had my son um, in... March of 2015. Okay. And so that was the first time I became a mom. And then I had my my second child in November of, wow, 2016. It sounds crazy to say that out loud. <laughs> it feels really far away, but it was like a week ago. Yeah, and it also sounds really close together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, but now I have two humans now. And how's it been for you so far? Because technically we're, you know, we're both still new mommies. Right. Um, I mean, I love my kids. It's, it's something else to be in charge of these two lives and have to make these decisions and have to figure out how to make them like fully compassionate, emotionally well, like physically well people in this world um and it's it's hard to do that when when you have to also do that while working and making like a new home Mm -hmm. because this is not my home so where other people have built in tribes I have to make tribes and today's episode we're talking about so Kia brings up tribes today we're talking about it takes a village right Mm -hmm. and it's part of our it takes a village series um and we're lucky because tomorrow Ramadan starts. Yep, yep. And so tell us how Ramadan has prepared you or helped you to build this village, especially mm-hmm. in a place that you don't necessarily call home. Right. So this will be the second, this will be Naeem's third Ramadan in Nairobi's. Uh, this will be her second, right? And so... Ramadan before that really was just about me and my husband just trying to get to the end of the month, right? And then now I'm having to figure out how to create memories and how to create like a festive, desirable atmosphere for my children in the way that my mom created that around Christmas, right? Um, And with Christmas, it's easier because we live in a Christian predominant country. And so school calendars like ads everything is like around those holidays Mm -hmm. that doesn't happen for ramadan and in fact it's the opposite like people have an issue on some level with ramadan right and so i know from a lot of my friends who grew up muslim like if their parents didn't do enough for this holiday they desired christmas and like the the togetherness and the festivities and all of that um, and it actually made them like long for something that they didn't have, mm-hmm. right? And I don't want my kids to go through that. But I'm also trying to create an atmosphere that I didn't grow up in. I don't have any background 
Because you actually grew up in a Christian household. Right. So like how do I make how do I make space and memories and make this desirable when I did not grow up this way, right? right, right. Um and so it's been it's been interesting, you know, yesterday my kids and I made Ramadan cookies, so they use like these cookie cutters to make stars and moons and make a masjid and a minaret and like we ice them and put sprinkles and all that and um tonight or tomorrow i'm probably gonna put up i bought decorations the last two years i've made sure to buy decorations hang the decorations up so the house looks festive i put a wreath on the front door not like a christmas wreath but like i made it it says ramadan across it It has flowers um because we're in like the summer um so that like when my kids look around like they feel like this is special um and as far as like making a village you know now that they're older, when they were little, little, it's it wasn't as important. It was more important to kind of get me and them through the month. But I'm thinking about things like having people who have kids the same age over at the house and, you know, making sure that their gifts that I'm giving them get there on time for the end of Ramadan and taking them to the masjid at night so that they know what their, you know, their community is doing and they can run around with other little kids so that's that's really been my focus and so I've been trying to figure out how to plan that make the time special because they can't fast so really for them it's more observing right now Mm -hmm. Um, and I want every day to be kind of special it's just a little harder because we don't live in a society you know in this country that can make that like my my husband and I still have to work, you know, we still have to request time off. Can we get it off? It's not the same. So trying to make it work in a society where it's not built for us is um, is difficult, but I, I'm working on it because I want my kids, when Ramadan comes around, when the end of Ramadan comes around, to be like, this is my favorite time of year. So like you brought up a couple of points that are that are really important to me as a mom. Right. Um, and I know that they're important to you because you and I have talked about this in the past. And right. Some themes that I'm, I'm hearing are creating traditions with your family, mm-hmm. being able to raise, because we're not raising children, we're raising future adults. Right. Right. Um, building community and then it, it, essentially being a role model for these humans mm-hmm. that we want, as you said earlier, to be compassionate and empathetic and, mm-hmm. you know, if you're in my household, it's like logical and <laughs> right. <laughs> you want to make you want them to make these. You know, I I tell my students all the time, make good choices. Mm-hmm. Um, and I find that I tell my son that as well. And so, let's backtrack a little bit for those listeners that may not know what Ramadan is. Right. Um, I have the honor of knowing because you've shared your experiences with me, but other people may not know because people might think, oh, it's just Muslim Christmas and it's actually not not, that. It's really not. (laughs) (laughs) So folks listening, Ramadan is actually not Muslim Christmas. It's not. No. So Ramadan is um, 30 days of fasting um, from sunup to sundown. and, And we're talking like nautical sunup, I think is the correct term. So you know, somewhere, but it depends on where you are in the country, right? Like mm-hmm. it could be like 4 a.m. to 8.30 at night and there's no food, no water, uh, which is the food portion, but there's also like 
Like, if you get into an argument, it breaks your fast. You're not supposed to be cussing. You're not supposed to be fighting. You're not supposed to be um, engaging in bad or behavior that's not, you know, uh, becoming. This is the month where a lot of people will read and finish the Quran. Um, there's night prayers, and they will you they will go through the whole Quran in these night prayers. Um, so, like, the first couple of like the first week or two like the prayers are really long until like we start getting to the end of the Quran where the verses get shorter and shorter um so that's where you'll see me at the masjid because the long nights are long <laughs> so this um, is really like a time of consecration yeah it's really a time of reflection it's really a time of delving deep so we believe like like the, the devil is locked up at this time which doesn't mean that like bad things aren't going to happen but those are literally human resulting bad things mm-hmm. right um because we believe like a lot of times you know the devil may there's the same like the devil made me do it which fair but there's also humans as humans suck and so the things that happen during ramadan like if something for example like if i find that like even during ramadan like i have an issue with lying that's not the devil made me do it i intrinsically like have a problem um and so i can't blame it on anybody but myself and it's a time to really look at that um and it's it's you know a really you know spiritual beautiful time um and it's that's and like because it is that you know in other countries where there's a muslim majority you know restaurants businesses won't open until the evening you'll see a lot less people just like out on the streets mm-hmm. and doing all that but you know we don't live there so right. you got to be able to do all that and yeah. do everything else as you assimilate to a space that's not necessarily created for you right and i mean it, it and i don't know if i would say necessarily assimilate because some of us been here mm-hmm. case of point you, know <laughs> you see how i tie that in there we, like, we've been that, here right, right we've been here um but it, it but it is a uh a, a challenge because how i have to keep my anger in check while also dealing with other human beings you know what i'm saying i have to keep my my mouth in check and I still have to deal with other human beings who don't, who aren't doing that. Right. You know what I'm saying? So there's no reason for them not to pop off. But I got to be like, okay, that's okay. nice. <laughs> okay. So now that we know a little bit more about Ramadan, quick question. That's also when you do dua. Dua, you can do it anytime. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's just, that's just supplication. Like you can, so Muslims pray five times a day. Mm-hmm. Those are obligatory. Dua is like conversation with God. That's at any point in time, whenever you want. Okay, awesome. Yeah. So, so now that we know a little bit um, more about Ramadan and the fact that it is not Muslim Christmas, but more of a this time of reflection, uh, and I would say sacrifice and consecration, right? Mm-hmm. Um, how do those themes tie into, you know, your perception, your definition, your experience? Of one being a mother, right. and two being a black Latinx Muslim woman, and creating these spaces, not just for your children but for your family as a whole. Right. I mean, I'm pretty sure in the dictionary, like mom is next to sacrifice, <laughs> like it's just right there. Um, because I mean, even in in trying to figure out how to do this, so like medically, like I can't fast, right? But I still make sure like my husband has food. I'm still up at the crack of dawn. I still then have to get back up to make sure my daughter has um, eaten. I change her diaper before I leave for work. Then I got to come back and make a meal for them. You know, mm-hmm. make sure my husband is still good because he has a labor intensive job and has done no food or water. 
you know, all day. So it's just kind of like he's going to be less available, which means I'm already at 100 as 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 their mom. But now I got to be at 150 because my partner is going to be at negative. Right. Right. right? And so I've got to do that. And, you know, it's. It's going to be one of those times, I guess this will probably be the first Ramadan where I really do have to reflect like on my attitude as a mom, right? Because I don't, it's not their fault that I'm tired. It's not their fault if I do fast, like I try to fast on the weekends, that I'm hungry. They know nothing about that, right, nor, right. nor is it their problem. Um, I need to do better. Um, I need to make sure I'm, I'm emulating a behavior and an attitude that shows them the way to behave um it's not it, nothing that they've done is anything out of the ordinary they are toddlers <laughs> they are siblings and they are going to get on each other's and minors yeah and it's also hot out like listen i had to walk away from mine twice right, like right. you're doing the most i'm gonna go sit i'm putting myself on timeout right like and nor do they care when you do that they're like where are you going we were t- come back and so you know i i I'm going to have to do a lot of reflection to make sure that as a mom, like I'm modeling the the behavior of someone who I want them to be like, oh, that's a role model for me. You know what I'm saying? Because I know that there are times where my behavior is not, but you know, I'm also human, you know? So while I tell them throwing themselves on the floor and having a fit, while I tell them, you know, go ahead, process that emotion, but maybe process that in your room, then come back and let's have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have to know, like, when I need to take myself and put myself in that timeout and right. be like, let me process how I'm feeling. Is it you I'm mad at or is it me I'm mad at? Or and, the situation. And that's real. Right. right. At Reclaim the Well, we say uh, self-care and self-love is not selfish. Right. Um, and it's, almost kind of like a mantra like if I don't take care of myself first there's no way I'm going to be able to take care of anybody else right or and not even not take care of anybody else but be I don't I guess I don't want to say good enough but like fully present right for other people um and especially having toddlers or having children period you know they don't they don't like you said they don't care no they just like you're my mommy and you need to do mommy things yeah and they didn't ask to be here right you know what i'm saying like i decided my my me and my partner decided to have children right like they did nothing to ask to be here they didn't text me and be like can i come through like would you be my mom (laughs) Um, i pick you right like i brought them into this world so i owe them and like islamically like children have rights on their parents so like there are things that i have to satisfy by them as their mother or on the day of judgment like when i die god's gonna be like you know you didn't hold do right by your children like it is not just the one way like i'm your mom i brought you in this world like take you out they also have rights and so what i are, have to what are sure. some of these right sorry to interrupt you no but, you're like, fine so like like off the top of my head like like so you know how um for christians like for some christians catholics i think in particular like one of the things they do is like they have like a baptism for their baby yeah. immediately right like yeah. or for non-catholics there's a the dedication yeah all of that so for muslims like it's called an akika and so what you're supposed to do is um you know for those who you know i know there's some people who don't eat meat and so like ethically like slaughtering an animal is not a, a thing for them um but like you kill a goat or a sheep 
and then you feed the poor with that you feed your community and then you feed the poor anybody's welcome to come um and it's like a recognition of the birth of the child and so I owe my children that because like there's blessings in that right mm-hmm. so when I had my son I had his Akika within like three months I have not had my daughters because I have two kids and a job <laughs> and I just haven't like with my son it was too close like I had an emotional mental breakdown trying to prep for that right right so I said I was gonna give myself some space and time with my daughter but then also life caught up right but I owe her like she deserves the blessings and the and the um the community coming together for her in that so i have to do that um so if i don't then there's that's on me she didn't do anything i have to do that for her right Mm -hmm. you know i'm supposed to be teaching them right from wrong you know there there's all these examples of like what as a parent you owe for these children because again they didn't do anything right so i think about that often when i'm like (laughs) trying to get my life together like you know they still have rights over you and i'm like i know but also they don't pay any bills <laughs> well <laughs> listen we gonna oh. find this goal and we gonna make this happen well you know my mother-in-law has a farm so <laughs> it, it, it can happen it's just also the prep work right no and, and it's a lot of work people. it yeah. is i mean and i'm all for like you know for boys it's two and for girls it's one but i'm all for like if he had two, she get two. But then low key in my mind, I'm like, listen, do you know how much work that was? Everybody getting one at this point. I don't, don't care. <laughs> I don't have the the mental capacity to season, right. and cook, all of that. But I think it's, re- but it, there's there's a beauty to all of that, right? Because mm-hmm. even in in the things that we quote unquote owe our children, right? Like this Akika, it's almost an, a presentation of your children to the community yeah. and saying hey, community, like, we're not going to be able to do this by ourselves. Right. And you need to know who this person is, mm-hmm. right? Um, when you were talking about Ramadan and talking about community and being able to come together to to pray and to eat, like, with, even in a village, like, the regardless of what village we're talking about, right. food brings right. us together. Right. Right? Like, there's always going to be food. Like, my mother says that, when people come to your house, they go to two places, so they always need to be clean. The bathroom and the, the kitchen. kitchen. <laughs> right. Right. They don't have to go into your room, but honey, that ba- that bathroom and kitchen better be spotless. Right. Right. Um, and so thinking about like your cultural and religious traditions that you've created already and you're building upon that, right? Right. Like I think for the outside community that may not be a part of your current community, knowing that there are these very rich moments and meanings to what you're establishing with your family and what the Muslim community is doing is really, really important. You know, and and we've had these conversations before as a Christian woman and someone who's very involved in her ministry, like sitting with you and having these conversations have been extremely meaningful to me because I'm like, well, one, I always learn something. <laughs> like, I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. Right? Um, and, and sometimes I'm like afraid to ask because I'm like, she don't think I'm real stupid. <laughs> <laughs> she be like, Maralise, you could Google that. Listen, Google don't have Stop the conversations it. you and Stop. I have, right? But, like, for me, that's part of building my village, bu- building right. this community, right? And being able to, like, in essence, eventually, as I am a part of the community, be an effective ally. Like, Right. I can stop somebody and be like, don't, don't, don't say that. That's not, 
okay or actually it's not Muslim Christmas or these are the traditions or even something as simple as um you know you bless me with a copy of the Quran and sitting with my Quran and sitting with my Bible and being like oh my goodness right. this text is very very similar right. and and knowing that um that we're able to talk about it and sometimes I'm confused or sometimes we disagree and you're just like you're still part of my village though right and I think about it for our kids like you know if 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 Simone and Naeem and Nairobi are out and somebody says something crazy like Simone can smooth be like watch it right like that's my kin you know my kids know oh you know at Titi's house like they celebrate like when we went for three kings day right, right? right. like that's something that's both cultural like you know that's something I grew up with you know being um from the Caribbean but my kids can also still take part in that and be like oh yeah we go to my titi's house for three kings day and they're at our house for Ramadan and like if Simone is in a class and like somebody says something out of pocket he can raise his hand and be like that's not facts like that's not it I, I know people, they told me things, <laughs> grew up this way, know what it is. You know what I mean? works. Right. And it's so important because I think the more that people like have these intersecting communities, like the less likely for like ignorance because I'm not in every space, right? Right, right? But when you're in those spaces, you can advocate. And when you're not in a space, then I can advocate. But there is, you know, a blessing in that because I can't protect myself or my community in all spaces because people a lot of times don't take the word of the person from the community for whatever reason Mm -hmm. especially if they look like me right right but other people who have become part of my community and become part of the tribe may be able to have access and privilege and be able to say something to change somebody's mind that I couldn't have said if I would have been in that moment right um and who doesn't like having, you know, my kids get gifts for Christmas, for King's Day, <laughs> Ramadan. They out here like, we get gifts all year. What is this? This is awesome. Right. I mean, who doesn't love that? Who doesn't love that type of exposure and the ability for, for your kids to be like, yeah, I know better. I do better. Because we're raising these very socially conscious, very strong children. Right. Right. Like, they're... I think of like the the times that we grew up in in our village and our village just didn't know what we know now. Right. And so being able to impart that on our kids and saying like you one you can't do this by yourself. Yeah. Two, you need you need people that you can trust around you and even then like they they'll love you and they right. but sometimes you're going to have to bring out these scissors and let some people go. Right. And I think that's also super important knowing like that you can you can uh trim your trees. And, you know, when I was, when I became Muslim, like I lost family because they were like, we don't want to have nothing to do with that. Right. And I was like, that's fine because family is not just blood relation. Family is who you pick and choose. So when people ask me like how many siblings I have, I'm like, I have a brother and I have two sisters. They are not biologically related to me in any way, but it doesn't change anything. When I go home, like my kids, those are their aunts. They're at my mom's house. They come in with no. With, I think one, I think they have keys. I've come home and they've been asleep in my bed. I'm like, I told you you could sleep here. No, that's real. You know what I'm saying? Like they've texted me like, mommy and daddy and I are going out to dinner. I'm like, y'all going out to dinner? Where? What about me? Oh, you had class. Like ain't nobody waiting for that. You got a late class. I don't really don't want to eat. Yeah. So you know, I I think it's important, but like 
blood relations to me have dropped off and I'm fine with that. Mm -hmm. My kids don't ever have to know who they are. They may know of them, but they don't need to be in their lives because they've made that decision and you're not going to harm me or my children. Know that. Like, me is one thing. Them is something else. So Don't come for my kids. No. Like, I don't want to have to catch hands and catch a body. So that's not it. But I put people in my life and I'm good for taking people out. I just, I don't need toxic. This world is already toxic, right? There are things I can't control. I can't control outside people and how they react to my children or me or whatever. But I'm not going to put people in my circle who are dangerous. Right. In any way. Right. Because it's it's not just a danger to your children and their well-being, but it's also a danger to you and your well-being, right? Right. Um, and in in the end, then it becomes a danger to the village. Right. Because right. I don't want to have to send out a text message that says, have bail on deck. Oh, like, it's already done. But that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> that's another story. Like, listen, I, I'll tell you what the number is and what the code is so that you can get this check. Right. I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm at this location. Bring cash or a money order or a bail bond. Don't ask no questions. So you just show it. up. Right. So to wrap this up, what would you say to other mommies that are are in the process of creating their traditions mm-hmm. and trying to take care of themselves, you know, regardless of R- Ramadan and Akikas and Christmas and all these, all these traditions, right? All these are religious traditions, but like also in light of them, right? Because right, right. it starts tomorrow. What have you learned? One. And what do you take away from it all for other mommies? Mm, So I would say, like, take it slow. I know a lot of us look at, like, what our own moms did. And we want to recreate that. And we want to make that same atmosphere. But life change. Times change. um, And we don't have to create the exact same thing all over again. You know, what my mom did is not what my great-grandmother did. You know what I'm saying? Because what my great-grandmother did in Puerto Rico is not, or in, in Brooklyn, is not what my mom did in New Jersey. Right. Um, and so we have to just like always keep that in mind. Like We're not going to be able to recreate what we had, but we can create something different, something beautiful, and something that our kids will cherish. You know what I'm saying? And... You don't have to have it all down. I mean, my kids are three and one, and things are changing all the time. Like, I'll do something one year and be like, nope, not next year. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll try something different. I'll try to add things. But for as much as I'm going to do, I also have to remember, like, I have a mental well-being and a duty to myself. Like, I cannot make myself crazy trying to make the perfect house or make the perfect decorations or make the perfect you know memories you know when I take them to the zoo or the park or whatever it doesn't have to be perfect they're not going to remember everything that I did they're not going to remember how wonderful or how like perfectly arranged and timed the trip was and coordinating outfits like they're not going to remember that I mean I I do appreciate the coordinating (laughs) right right who doesn't but you know what they're going to remember is that like mommy was there you know, she she took us to the zoo. We had a great time. Or it sucked, but we sucked, it sucked together, right? right. We, were, we were there together. They're going to remember that, you know, they had family and friends around. They're going to remember that probably stuff that we don't even remember. 
because um, I bring things to my mom all the time. Like, you remember that year? Blah, blah, blah. She's like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. like, you don't remember that? And she's like, no. But we get so caught up in the planning and the execution that sometimes we miss things. So I would say, like, plan to your best of the abilities. Do what you can. But at the same time, remember that even if it's not perfect or it doesn't look the best or you see Pinterest moms and other people who are like perfect, you know what I'm saying? Like we're all not created to be the same. Like none of us are a monolith. We're not going to be perfect. And so just like love the moment that you're in, love what you got and then just go from there. Because I mean, at the end of the day, you know. But what the kids take away is that you care anyway. Even if you don't have any money to do anything, mm-hmm. they just they just really want you there at the end of the day. They they could care less. I mean, I bought my kids Eid gifts last year, and it took them a smooth eight months before they played with either one of them. I was just like, <laughs> so I spent all this money. You not gonna play with it? But now my daughter doesn't go to sleep without this doll that I this plushie that I bought her, and my son used everything that was in his bag like to like the nubs like but it took months like they just weren't old enough and they weren't interested right and i was like oh in my feelings <laughs> but now it's all gone and they love their stuff and that's it i mean that's all i can really ask for right awesome so kia thank you for sitting of with course. us um, other mommies will appreciate this conversation i hope so and if you want to check out, no, not if, but I highly encourage you to check out Kia's blog, We Been Here dot blog. Um, she posts regularly on experiences in the Black and Latinx Muslim community, specifically women. But she's an amazing writer, an amazing mommy, and an amazing friend. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. We're on, we're also on Instagram. You oh, can follow me on the gram. It's okay. just We dot Been Here. Nope dot bin bin dot here listen <laughs> look it up you'll see it if you don't see it it's fine and you know eyes on the twitters if you want to follow me on the twitters okay um and yeah excellent so check her out on instagram and check out her blog yeah yeah and thanks for having me yeah. and i hope it was helpful and you know if people have any questions after this they want to send you and you want to forward my way about anything like being muslim and sure working things out you know i'm always here and i will say like i know this is a really hard time for converts um we don't tend to have tribes because our tribes tend to be something else you know my family is christian um and so it was very hard those first few years so i every year i try to reach out to the convert community in the area and be like if you need a place to have dinner if you need somebody to help you if you need somebody to take you to the masjid if you need something you know, please feel free to contact me, um, you know, whether it's through my blog or at Key Alexis, K-E-I-Y Alexis on Twitter. Um, I'm always here. I'm always trying to make sure the converts have a family and so I can help somebody else expand their tribe. Awesome. So even in, in the community, you end up mothering others. You know, you try. You try <laughs> because I know what it's like to be new to a community and watch everybody else have family and loved ones and and like lineages of tradition mm-hmm. and to have nothing and to not be able to go to your family and be like have that same environment so i don't ever want somebody to feel like that they're by themselves um because islam says that we're all brothers and sisters in this faith so if we're family we're family like feel free to like hit me up and be like i don't have anybody i really do need 
support and love and I'm like hey my house is small and always looks like a Toys R Us then blew up in there but you know you're welcome to come and step on a Lego or three but oh okay so like yeah Legos ain't no joke but (laughs) (laughs) but I'm coming for the food though hey there it is yeah yeah so check us out information about Kia's blog and Twitter and Instagram will be on the website until next time bye mommies bye This episode was produced by Higher Ground Sound. Many thanks for your talents and editing. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for our next episode. Until next time, show a mommy some love.